Good morning to all our listeners and welcome to episode 9 of VPod brought to you by the business cluster of I am Vishakhapatnam. In today's episode, we're extremely privileged to have Ms. Sakshi Mandhyan, founder of Mandhyan Care, a positive mental health initiative with us. Sakshi is a clinical psychologist with over 10, 12 years of experience and a certified practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming and rational emotive behavior therapy. She is one among the 51 most fabulous global happiness leaders awarded by World HRD Congress. She has conducted several training programs related to mental health and emotional well-being at leading corporates, including the Fortune 500 companies. Her articles find space in leading newspapers across India, like the Times of India, the Hindu, Tainik Bhaskar, and others. Through Mandhyan Care, Shakshi wishes to promote positivity in workplaces and an inclusive culture. A very warm welcome to you, ma'am. Thank you so much, Krishna Agri. So we shall begin with our first question. Mental wellness has always been a matter of concern for students. And when a pandemic is around, it is very difficult to remain calm. Madam, I'd like you to guide us to remain mentally fit in these tough times. Um, yes, definitely. I think it's indeed the, you know, the pandemic has created a situation wherein it's difficult to be objective and remain calm all the time. Um, we have all been in situations that we have, you know, we, we never imagined we would have to face in our lives. Um, so it's normal to feel um, a little insecure and uncertain at this time because we, we didn't anticipate anything close to this. We, we never thought that we'll be sitting at our home, not going to our colleges, our offices, or leading a normal day-to-day -day life. Um, but at the same time, you know, we need to acknowledge that staying mentally healthy is now more important than ever. We need to focus more on productive rather than speculative activities. Um, so for example, we need to limit our uh, exposure to pandemic news and statistics. Um, and rather spend that on following our passions like, um, you know, reading, writing, learning a new subject um, that we always wanted to pursue. You know, we always have a checklist that I'll do this, I'll do that. So this is the time when we can actually focus on something productive. Our mind, you know, it can take only limited information. And when we bombard it with negative stories, it is likely to cause turbulence inside us, um, impacting our peace. Um, this may cause even more panic to us as individuals, as human beings. So um, it's crucial right now to be more focused on uh, accumulating or listening or engaging ourselves into positive, healthy activities than listening to the news right now. Also, um, you know, while at home, home it is strongly advised uh, to follow an active morning routine because when you follow an active morning routine you're able to kick start each day with more energy rather than sluggishness you know uh, if, if you see uh, people right now we, we hardly have a routine this is what I hear from uh, individuals or my clients when I talk to them one-to-one -one for counseling so uh, it's crucial that we maintain an active morning routine um, and you know maintain the habit of waking up at the time uh, that we used to when everything was normal uh, this will help us to adjust more easily when things get back as they work. So I think these are the two things that we can focus on. One is to be productive and limit ourselves uh, 
to negative, uh, you know, to um, we, we should reduce our focus on uh, negative news and stories and uh, create our morning schedule. Yeah, ma'am, that is really very well put. And I suppose our listeners will find it very informative. So ma'am, I'll move to the next question. Can you help us understand how a person draws certain boundaries to separate home and work? Um, I, I'll, I'll ask you a question here. Now, when you sit at home, do you not think of studies? We do think, yeah, of course we think. But so when you are in college, do you think of your uh, home? Yeah, that happens, definitely. That happens. Like, yeah, yeah, that happens. When we are in college, we think of home, like we're going to our home after some time and something of that sort. If there's some functions or something happening out at home, that also comes to our mind. Absolutely. So uh, can I safely put that our mind is not programmed to, you know, um, put things into segments and the thoughts would pop up um, anywhere and everywhere, wherever you are. Definitely, right. definitely, that happens. You're right on that. It it used to happen every time, be it the pandemic or not. So, uh, can I safely say that I believe that it is practically impossible to build a solid wall between work and home? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Just that it is being highlighted more now because in pandemic, everyone is confined to their home. This work from home thing has come up. So maybe it's being more highlighted because of that. So but, I, I think, uh, you know... Um, uh, it would be best not to focus our energies too much on drawing this boundary. Um, we'll always tend to think about work while we are with family and vice versa. Uh, the point is to not let these thoughts come in your way, um, in your family life or your performance at work. So the question here you need to ask is that what's your idea of balance? What's your idea of stability when it comes to work and home? And um, uh, define that balance within you. So if you're internally balanced, it's easy for you to be able to dedicate yourself both in your work and personal life. You're able to um, segregate the two based on your internal stability. So the aim is to figure out your balance because someone else's balance may not not be your balance so for example right now i'm working on weekends also uh, due to uh, pandemic and the requirement of mental health right so i i can't say that i don't work on weekends i am working on weekends but then my uh, definition of balance here would be that i might take a half day on friday and i might take half day on sunday that's how i would create my balance when it comes to my work life it's the same same goes with you um, um, in the phase of you being a student or you you know when you will uh, go to a corporate you need to already anticipate identify and work on your value system and create a balance for yourself um, so uh, to put it um, I, i'll say communication is the key here um, your family should be aware of your style of work how you work, right? And must respect uh, respect that there will be relatively light as well as difficult times. Um, at, and that will determine the amount of time you will spend together with your family. So it's, it's crucial that you communicate. If you don't communicate, then your family doesn't know what you're doing, right? Uh, they wouldn't be able to understand. So that, that's the thing. Um, other than that, um, at the same time, you know, uh, 
you must be responsible enough not to let the work stress spoil your moments with the family that's another thing um so you communicate your availability clearly to your colleagues if you're you know new in the corporate world communicate um that this is when i'm available uh, and limit um your uh, daily work responsibilities to the work desk as far as possible and not take it to your bedtime or not take it to your dinner time etc um and just just one simple thing uh, that we all can remember that work is a continuous process you know uh, we can work as much as we want um, whereas our life definitely needs a break so if we just remember this you know that there's no limit to working we can so where do i switch off that's something which is within you focus on that take a pause see if you're getting drained if you're getting exhausted take a pause take a break and then go back to your Definitely. So it basically depends on us how we can separate work and home while working from home now. Yes, absolutely. Create a balance within yourself. Identify your value system. Identify how you as an individual work, because every individual is unique. Some people thrive on challenges and deadlines. Some people collapse when there are deadlines and challenges. Some people are okay sitting at home and not getting, uh, you know, disturbed in this. covid time some people who are outgoing they are unable to stay at home so different individuals different value system different style of working so identify your style communicate it and also um work on your internal stability understood ma'am understood the next question is not only related to pandemic it's like a more generic question how can one be resilient at taxing times that's a beautiful question um how do we remain resilient so first of all what is resilience i, I think i should uh, say it for the listeners that resilience is your ability to bounce back you know after a difficult time after a failure after a, a downfall uh, you know we always have certain expectations of, of ourselves we have certain goals and there are times that things don't go our way and when you fall how quickly are you able to get up uh, resilience doesn't mean that you won't feel bad you may feel bad you may cry you may get disturbed that's absolutely fine it's a normal uh, emotional process that we all go through but how quickly do you bounce back to normalcy and how quickly do you recover and start working towards your goal again is called resilience so during these difficult times i think um, and what we do is we tend to focus more on the problems rather than looking for the solutions whenever we are in difficult times we keep on ruminating over the problem so most of our energy is spent on dwelling on why the problem happened in the first place and we 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 don't look at the way out so uh, be solution focused instead of being problem focused more you become solution focused during difficult times you you'll see yourself bouncing back quickly so rumination on problems should be reduced and thinking and brainstorming on the solutions would lead you to the path of resilience uh, um secondly what you can do is uh, you know we, we tend to form uh, negative self concepts during the difficult times we we question ourselves we have self sabotaging thoughts um and it's important during these trying times to maintain self compassion so maintain self compassion don't be cruel to yourself don't be curt to yourself in your self talk so your self talk 
should be kind, just like how you would talk to your best friend or your loved ones in the difficult times, right? So um, focus your energy, focus on having healthy communication inside your mind. Um, it's fine to sometimes release or express your disappointments, but we must remain kind to ourselves and look for peace of mind before exploring solutions further. Don't, don't pressurize yourself. So that's another thing that you do. The third thing uh, is be open to learning from trial and error. You know, usually we, we don't want to make mistakes. We don't want to uh, uh, risk, take risks. So be open to learning from trial and error. Nothing great happens happened in this world without challenges or failure. So trying times teach you more about yourself than normal times. Um, it's crucial to go with the flow and maintain positive vibes inside and around you. So these are the three things that you focus upon. Um, one, that be solution focused, maintain your uh, self-compassion uh, instead of uh, forming negative self-concepts. And lastly, learn from trial and error. Don't hesitate in making mistakes. Uh, that is when you know that you are truly learning and evolving. That was a very apt explanation, ma'am. It was very informative even. So uh, next, uh, how can one make sure to keep their mental health in check? Because most of the times it is ignored. <clears throat> I, I think, yeah, you were right. Um, you know, mental health is often overlooked as, I don't know, like I have seen people being okay with, uh, you know, if, if they're mentally not okay, they actually, don't pay heed that much to it. Um, I've seen people going for uh, regular health checkups done. They'll go for blood test, but um, haven't uh, seen people visiting a psychologist to, you know, annually or semi-annually to discuss about their mental well-being, because there is still a stigma and taboo around mental health. Um, so, um, you know, the stigma in our society associated with poor health and we get a large proportion of people with mental health problems here. Um, it is supremely important to acknowledge that self-help only works to, you know, maintain mental health. We usually think that I can do it on my own. You know, I, it, it's fine. I'll do A, B, C, D, and I'll be okay. Um, the idea here is self-help is to maintain mental health and not to restore or rehabilitate mental health. Um, so in case we have symptoms of mental health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship problems. It is best to uh, take professional help as early as possible. It doesn't make you vulnerable or it doesn't make you feel weak. It is only a sign of strength, in fact, because you are quickly taking appropriate measure for yourself. You know, it's like, for example, if you have fever and you're just trying crocine and combiflam at home, right? And, and you're not going to a doctor, you're not taking treatment. Later on, you realize that, oh my God, it's jaundice. You'll take longer time to recover out of that um, jaundice, right? So same goes with mental health issues. If, if you think that, okay, I'll, I'll go, I'll uh, sit my, with my friends, I'll go out with them, I'll feel okay, I'll watch a movie. Um, that, that doesn't work when you're going through mental health issues. So, so that's something that we should realize and understand that's um, our uh, maturity and strength if we are taking professional help at the right time. So that's something that should be done. 
at the same time when i talk of self help uh, for preventive mental well being i think five things everyone should uh, follow to keep themselves mentally healthy and to not ignore their mental health one is to take care of physical well being now physical well being includes your workout and eating on time etc um focus on that uh, ensure that you are working out every day because with each self help uh, you are actually um driving towards better connection between your mind and body they are leading you to connect with your soul um so physical well being um mental well being mental well being is uh, your cognitive uh, stimulation so engage your mind into some activities be it playing chess be it playing scrabble uh, solving sudoku that way you are basically working on your mental muscles right just like you uh, when you physically work out you're building muscle in your body similarly these activities are for your mental uh, muscles um, then comes the emotional well being uh, emotional well being is to take care of your emotions uh, to take care of your day to day reactions and responses um, fourth is your social well being where you work on uh, your relationships so uh, be it your uh, personal relationships your professional relationship relationship with friends relationship with yourself ask yourself that you know when was the last time that i spent time with my family or friends what did i do for them and that is where you're taking care of your social well being and last would be spiritual well being where um you work on your uh, value system you work on your basic principles and philosophies of life uh, work on meditation so that you're able to get more aligned internally and of course the belief or uh, the faith that you practice or follow so these are the five self care uh, measures that you take for yourself which will help you to keep yourself mentally healthy during these times so it's like one should not shy away from asking from help if they are facing any mental health issue it can be considered like any of the health issues that happen to a person Absolutely. and of course by the measures that you mentioned people can keep their mental health in check anytime and those were quite informative thank you i'll move to the next question ma'am so like how to find small ways in which positivity can be spread at home and at the workplace be it this pandemic times or maybe post pandemic <laughs> absolutely the first thing is wear a smile without yeah. a smile uh, there is no positivity right if i have a poker face if i have uh, emotionless face if i'm frowning uh, if i'm agitated i i can't have positivity so to have positivity first of all have a smiling face bright and shining twinkling eyes uh, that's a must so look at yourself see how often do you smile if you're not smiling please start smiling i've noticed people um who um, question that you know like what is there to smile why why should i be excited the idea is if you you know don those uh, emotions you would see yourself being more positive and energetic um positivity is a by product of happiness and satisfaction so focus on the satisfaction checklist in your life every human being has a checklist in his mind for all uh, you know spheres of his life be it learning education career money relationship we all have checklists so figure out the checklist make it a little easy and flexible if you have a rigid checklist you will not be satisfied 
you will see yourself more frustrated and unhappy. Um, so, so that's one thing that you do. Uh, you can also spread positivity by showing gratitude to uh, you know people at home or work or in your college with your professors, with your teachers, um, even for small things. You know, you don't have to wait for a big thing to happen because big things happen less, right? They don't happen every day. So if we wait for big things to happen, imagine um, the energy level that we'll have on daily basis versus occasion. So it's it's crucial to uh, find gratitude in and be happy for small things. Uh, if you're energetic, people around you will automatic automatically get motivated. Um, so uh, ensure that uh, you see your body language, how it is. Um, whether you're more flexible, open, or welcoming, um, or you're more, uh, you know, uh, uh, more into yourself, more quiet, more reserved, you, you got to see and figure out the energy level so that um, you're able to spread that energy. Um, maintain an optimistic vision, even if the circumstances are bad. Have the hope that, you know, things will be fine soon. This is just a temporary phase. Nothing is permanent in life, right? Um, so if this is a temporary phase, I can definitely maintain an optimistic vision. Uh, however, the ideas don't go into the zone of optimism, optimism bias because, uh, you know, that may uh, take you away from reality. So optimism bias is like thinking nothing bad can happen to me. That's optimism bias. Being so positive that too positive, basically. So um, yeah, um, that, that, that's something that you can do. Um, be optimistic, but avoid optimism, optimistic bias and uh, ensure that you are in sync with reality. However, um, look at the... Um, body language and your facial expressions that would really help you to be more positive and happy. That was very insightful, ma'am. Uh, so coming up, uh, as per your experience, what major problems, mostly mental health related, the current generation is facing and how can they handle them? Um, so in the last um, one and a half years of pandemic, um, I have seen many cases uh, from the current generation relating to anxiety, uh, relationship issues, and um, you know panic disorders, loss of reality. Uh, so all of these are the major issues that I see. Anxiety, of course, uh, uh, being the star uh, of the mental health issues right now. Uh, and I, I think you as students, would definitely agree sitting at home when you're not uh, talking to your peers, when you're not going to the college, you're not meeting your friends, um, studying online. I'm sure that you might be questioning, uh, you know, your opportunities in the future, what will happen to your career, whether you're learning or not learning in the right way, whether you've invested in, uh, you know, financially in the right manner or not. So all of these are the questions, right, that we have and that leads to definitely anxiety. So uh, these are the, you know, current um, um, issues that I see in the generation now. Due to the current times and the dominance of uh, technology, many of us are accustomed to, uh, you know, living alone or living in our tight comfort zones. Uh, we are always being bombarded with too much information, most of which is irrelevant. Now, when this information is 
discomforting or negative it leads to panic right if we are exposed to too much of information like of course in this pandemic we have heard so much about you know the future of uh, corporates uh, what will happen to economy what's happening to students life so we are listening so much that of course it is going to create disturbance in our mindset um so um, you know this current generation must limit um their virtual time i think and avoid browsing irrelevant information i see we we keep on googling things and you know searching on things we become doctors for ourselves we become financial experts for ourselves we we become all the professionals via google right so if we limit this i i think a lot of our problems can be resolved um as our brains and as our brain and bodies are not used to looking at screens and staying indoors for long periods of time um even our relationships suffer big time because of this because of course if you are if you are attracting negativity in your mind you can't give positivity to other people thereby impacting your relationship if you are anxious you can't uh, you know spread stability around you um so so yeah that that's something that we must do um we balance it by doing some outdoor activities whenever possible spend more time in the physical world activities like meditation yoga growing plants working out going for a run all of these can really help engage yourself in real time interaction more than virtual you know um interaction with applications so being online with your friends is absolutely fine seeing each other face to face is absolutely fine but um being with yourself scrolling the apps and moving around that would not you know do any positive for you as ma'am i'm sure our listeners will find it very informative and we really appreciate your such a beautiful explanation towards it so lastly what advice would you like to give to the students who are looking forward to a stress free life mm, that's a good question um i say be mindful try to focus your awareness on the present moment um you know um, people usually say don't be conscious don't be conscious on the contrary i say be conscious be conscious because conscious is a way positive word it it means be aware if you're not aware of your surrounding how will you live in the moment so if you really want to be stress free stress happens when you are you know oscillating between past future present and you're unable to stick to one moment at a time you're multitasking doing different things and have various thoughts in your mind oh my god you get exhausted right so the idea is uh be mindful uh put your consciousness in the moment um do one one task at a time avoid multitasking i know people say multitask so since you, you are the generation who will be now entering the corporate world i would highly recommend that focus on one task at a time that way you will not go through um, burnout phase you will be able to do things better you will be highly productive if you focus on one task at a time uh, definitely you can uh, pair up one useful task with one not so useful task so for example if i'm uh, washing utensils and listening to music attainable but i can't uh, really uh, you know attend a lecture and write an email at the same time 
two important tasks, right? So doing one not so useful task and one useful task is still achievable. So ensure that multitasking is not happening. You will uh, lack on your productivity and you'll be highly stressed. Um, other than that, be inspired more than being motivated. I know everybody talks about motivation, even in corporates, like whenever I take lectures, I'm asked this question every time, how to be motivated. I would say be more inspired because that's, you know, uh, within you inspiration comes from within and it's more effortless if you have your vision if you have your bigger picture intact you will see yourself being inspired if you are in awe of your environment nature uh, and you know your surrounding if you use the emotion of awe awe you will see yourself being more uh, you know uh, internally driven as compared to extrinsically driven so so that's something that can be done uh, the third thing is uh, have a growth mindset focus on learning and developing new skills through smart work and perseverance because when you have growth mindset you will see yourself being easily adaptable you will see yourself moving out of your comfort zone and evolving with each passing day people with fixed mindset are more rigid and it's difficult for them to grow or to be mentally or emotionally you know uh, stable throughout especially during difficult times um, show gratitude be appreciative be thankful make it a habit that you are thankful to for what you have and appreciate nature for giving you the life that you have i know it's a it's a, it's a cliche, but it really works like a charm. It works like a charm to keep you internally calm. Otherwise, you're like always on the go. And that, that, that run is not uh, going to lead you anywhere other than uh, cognitive dissonance. So if you want to avoid that dissonance, be more grateful in life. And lastly, um, I'll give you this uh, great trick uh, be calm calm as in c control what you can a accept and adapt l let go m move on to the new opportunities so if you want to be calm control what you can instead of focusing on con controlling what you can't so usually you know if i if i pick up this example of pandemic you don't know when this will get over so if you're controlling that you know i i just want to know when will it go I want to know when will it get over. I want to know when will I get back to my college. It's not in your hand. So control what you can. You can control how much you're learning sitting at the place you are in right now. Um, working and, um, you know, being creative with the limited resources that you have. That's called controlling what you can. Accepting and adapting because uh, more you resist the given circumstance, more you will find yourself uh, being into poor mental health. So ensure that you accept the situation quickly. Sooner you accept, easier it is for you to adapt and be more flexible and easygoing with yourself and the people around you. When I say let go, let go of the past positives and not negative. Negative I'm sure it's anyway difficult, but I'm saying that let go of past positives also because when we hold on to past positives, we create a benchmark because of which we become highly resistant to change. So for example, if I've had a particular salary in the past or income in the past, I don't want to uh, settle down 
you know below that and that may create a lot of uh, you know disturbance for me if the current circumstances not providing me with the same amount of money so it's important that you let go of the past positive so that you don't create a benchmark and you're able to go with the flow quickly um and then move on uh, to the new opportunities don't dwell on to what happened because more you dwell on to it more you will see yourself uh, making mountains out of mole and you will see yourself creating stories in your mind that would uh, do more harm than good to you so look for uh, opportunities immediate opportunities i'm not saying that it it has to be materialistic but it can be emotionally rewarding so switch to opportunities that are rewarding for you both uh, in you know um, emotional manner materialistic manner or beyond which is a spiritual manner you got to find that out and look for those opportunities in, instead of dwelling on to what you lost and brooding over it so i think that's how you make maintain your calm thank you for your words of wisdom i am sure our listeners will learn a great deal from this interaction as have i on this note i'd like to conclude the ninth episode of our podcast series once again on behalf of i am vishakhapatnam i'd like to thank you for taking out your valuable time and addressing our enthusiastic student cohort thank you to all our listeners have a great time and take care everyone thank you so much